Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's message. My name's Aaron, and I'm on the staff team here at Eastlake. Everything we do around here depends on the generous donations of our local and online community. People just like you, who tune into these messages and see great benefit from living that idea that life is a gift and love is the point. So if you love what Eastlake is up to, we'd encourage you to contribute by going to eastlakecc.com. With that, let's jump into this week's message. Today, we hear from Jason Lewis as he wraps up our series, Winter Wonder. Please check the description for links to our quarterly Spotify playlist and guided meditation. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to East Lake. My name is Jason, and I'm really excited to be with you. Today, we are closing up the series, Winter Wonder. And um, when I started this series, um, I, it's really because, I mean, this kind of is the season of wonder, right? You get the holidays, you get Thanksgiving, you get Christmas, and all the other ones in between. And it's really just that season where there's these great, fantastical tales, both in spirituality and in broader culture. There's this sense that life is more magical in the winter season, that there is just more things that are wondrous abounding in this type of um, moment. And I hope you guys had a chance to hear from Kyle as he spoke the first week about the wonder of love, how it's ever expansive, how it's ever growing, how it's ever reaching, um, how it's always available. Um, Or that you listen to Keisha, who talks about the wonder of time, our most precious and finite resource, and what we do with our time, what we choose to use our time for, what it means to us, and also that there is a time for all things in our life. Today, I wanted to talk about the wonder of life, Um, the idea of what it is to simply be here. What is the wonder of existing? I think when we talk about 2020, we're obviously talking about a year that for many people has been the hardest year of their life. That in no, you know, half spoken words, this was the year with potentially the least amount of wonder in any sort of recent memory. Not only were we fighting a global pandemic that clearly has impacted families all across the world, um, but also our normalcy of what our life is. What is it like to have holidays without our family, without our friends, to go about daily life without the social connection we have with one another? To be unable to pursue and participate in those communal things we all do that bring to our life a sense of wonder. And also, what do we do with the grief that we've had this year? As I've watched people personally in my own life and job leave this earth far too soon and far too alone. Um, I've watched people go through tremendous financial hardship. I think this is a season where I'm seeing more people walk into the holidays with also more pain, more grief, more frustration, more anxiety. Um, about their life and about our country. I think we've been watching political tensions rising for a long time and it's starting to interrupt and create cracks in between one another, between you and I. And I've also watched as BIPOC communities are continuing to fight for greater racial equity and against racial injustice in our country and how long that that's been going on. Um, And yet during this pandemic, it feels like we're fighting a monster with 10 heads. And so this is a year that I argue is in need of wonder. And so 
I hope that this series has helped you to engage in. And today what I wanted to talk about is what is the wonder of our life? How do we find it? What is it composed of? How can we ensure that even in the most difficult and seasons of trial in our life that we're able to find and locate the wonder that we so deeply need um, to create a life of meaning, to create a spirituality of meaning and usefulness and beauty um, wonder to me is absolutely a key component. When I was a kid, I, uh, I loved comic books. I mean, I've talked about this a bunch. Um, but like the one comic book hero who just for me is like just a never is Superman. Like he just had all the powers, all the good looks, never loses, right? And, um, you know, gets the girl, right? And so it's hard to be fascinated with someone like him. It was just all too clean, all too perfect. It always worked out so good. And um, and I remember being far more compelled by the villains and just being so much more interested in the, the villainy that surrounded Superman. And obviously, if you know anything about Superman, then you would know Lex Luthor. And uh, I was working the other day at, a, at the fire station, and we're all watching this movie called Ready Player One. It's super good. And I totally forgot this line that Lex Luthor has. And it, it's so brilliant because it touches on the concept of wonder of how certain people choose to see the world. And he says that one man can read War and Peace and come away thinking it's nothing other than a simple adventure story, while another can read the ingredients on the back of a gum wrapper and come away with the secrets of the universe. And maybe that's like too nerdy of an example. But the thing is, is that I want to see the world that way. I think I've worked to try to. And I think the one fruit of that is, is that I always wake up each day. Well, not each day. Let me say this. Most days I awake with a sincere possibility that you don't even know what could happen. That's still how the world feels to me, even despite this year, even though I've had some hard moments for sure. I still approach my life that way. And the primary reason is because it lends itself toward the idea that despite what would befall me, I am capable of experiencing magic, wonder, possibility, potential, connection, humor, all these things at any moment. And to actually keep my eyes attuned for, and my ears attuned to the beauty that abounds in my life, to the wonder that's present in each moment that I exist. And this isn't like Pollyanna. This isn't like saying, hey, you know, you just focus on the positive. It's simply about staying open to all that's around you so that you can find in your broader world and in your life the meaning and in the wonder that's ever present in all you do and in all the relationships you have. Now, when we talk about this year, obviously it being just a banner year <laughs> for maybe top five years that people would love to erase from their memory. I, uh, I was trying to find out what is wonder and can it exist in this season? In a season like this, is it reasonable to ask people, is it reasonable to expect that you can still feel a sense of wonder in one's life and in one's spirituality? Um, and I was reading a bunch of different stuff and I came across one of my favorite um, philosophers, but also just people in history, uh, named Marcus Aurelius. And if you've ever heard of him, he's considered the last great emperor of Rome, the last good emperor of Rome. Um, and the thing about Marcus is that he ran, obviously, the most powerful nation on the planet during his reign. 
he also dealt with a huge pandemic during his reign. Endless war, corruption, uh, there was kind of mutinous regimes, um, famine, uh, disease. I mean, just literally the guy got dealt <laughs> kind of like bad card after bad card after bad card. And, um, and he wrote some of his greatest writing in this season of his life and leadership. And the, one of the things he says is this, when you awake each day, you must think on what a precious privilege it is to simply breathe, to think, to feel, to love. And when I think about that, one of the things that I found is the root and foundation across everything I could read on wonder was that it includes gratitude. That, that when life is tremendously chaotic, that when we're finding so much of life outside of our control, that the biggest and one of the best things we can do is to hone in on those things which are absolutely privileges, true gifts, true wonders, even if they are tremendously simple and seem incredibly straightforward, that a slight meditation on the gift of simply being able to breathe freely, to think freely, to feel as one does, to love those we choose, these are, and without question, wondrous gifts. Hey everyone, it's Kristen. Just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that you're finding these messages helpful for you in your everyday life. Um, that's what we're trying to do here is gather around the idea that life is a gift and love is the point and let's give ourselves ways to move forward in that in our own everyday world. Um, so I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for being a part of this community. To those of you who have participated and given financially, we wanna say thank you to you. Everything that we do here happens because people make contributions. People say, I value this place. I want it to exist for me and for other people. And so I'm going to support it. And so we just want to say how grateful we are um, that you do that. And for those of you who maybe haven't had a chance to contribute yet, um, we would ask you to consider maybe doing so. If you find this place beneficial, if you find these messages helpful for you, then um, consider joining us in that way. You can go to eastlakecc.com to make a contribution. Um, and we just always are thankful for the people who want this place to exist. So thanks again for tuning in. Let's get back to the message. And so one of the pieces of advice that I would say is if we're looking to create a life of wonder, if we're looking to experience in this winter season a sense of wonder, that it is so important to feel that, that gratitude is at the forefront of your mind, even if it's only but one or two things. And then as one can, we add to that. As we can find another thing to be grateful for, we attempt to add that into our thought process, into the way that we awake into the world, to the way that we walk through our life. And, and if we do, and, or, or if we choose not to, then how is it one can find life to be a gift and love to be the point, right? I think we need to start at somewhere in that bedrock of gratitude. And then the second thing that I, I started to consider was like, okay, we're, we're looking at at gratitude being an element. But that's not always where I would say I feel a sense of wonder. Sometimes it happens, you know, you like eat this crazy good meal or like, you know, someone you love says something to you incredibly kind or, you know, you find yourself in a place or in a space that you can't really believe you get to be a part of it, right? That is true. Gratitude does present wonder. But the other really big area where I think for me as an individual, I feel this the most is in the area of inspiration. Meaning that 
there are things in the world that when I immediately behold them, whether it's because I've listened to a beautiful song or I've seen a remarkable picture or I've read some crazy story about some crazy human being who did something unbelievably remarkable on this planet, I'm immediately inspired to a sense of wonder that how could it be possible? How could it be so? How could something this magical, this improbable occur on my earth where there is so much that seems wrong or broken or fragile or uh, even without potential. Um, and so one of the things that I, I began thinking about is this like, you know, where have I seen and where have I been inspired? And I took some time just in my own life to go, I'm going to hang out here for a little bit. I'm going to like read some imp inspiring stories of other human beings. I'm going to connect to some pieces of work, whatever they are in the world, a book, or like I said, a song, just something to keep me connected to those inspiring things. Because whenever I read them, despite what's going on in my life, it turns my energy. You know, inspiration has this capacity to all of a sudden write old wrongs, make new paths, like critique huge things. Inspiration can be one singular element that is so potent in the world because it imbues in the 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 consumer of that inspiration a sense of huge possibility and potential. And I think when life feels small, when we feel boxed in, when we feel we're getting kind of our butts kicked, it's so critical to go, yeah, but there's another way out. Yeah, but this isn't all there is. Yeah, but still, there is beautiful potential and possibility in so many things. And how do we know this? Because it's been done before. And to take heed and witness of that which has been done in great act against great odds um, is one of the best ways I know to cultivate inside yourself a sense of wonder about day-to-day -day life. When you're in the grind and you're dealing with kids who are sitting on their computer screens trying to go to school and you're in home with each other for the 300th day <laughs> and it just feels like, man, the monotony. It's like, yeah, well, I would say, at least for me, expose yourself to something that inspires you and lifts you from this place. Because in so doing, you bring back into the place you're in that wonder, that inspiration, and it helps to shift and mold the energy around you. Like, have you ever been around someone who's really inspired? Like, I have a buddy of mine that's like perpetually inspired. And every time you get around him, it's one of the most infectious energies ever because you start talking to him and he's like, you got to see this and you got to read this and you got to hear this and then listen to this thing. And doesn't it just blah, blah, blah. And it just puts back in you that excitement about what life is and what life can be. And so if you find yourself outside of wonder, I'd say one other thing you could control, you could consider and try is looking around and taking note of those things which create for you a sense of deep inspiration. And to let that, again, to meditate and let that be with you for a time. The next thing is obviously, at least in my opinion, it's the most obvious, which is curiosity. You know, I would argue that it is absolutely a sense of wonder, curious wonder, that moves man forward more than fear, more than doubt, you know, more than necessity is the sense of what if, right? I, I always think about just the sheer improbability of somebody trying to create a device that can fly with no prior <laughs> grounds to believe one could do it. That's somebody just the curiosity of like, well, what if we do this? What if we just build these wings like this? What if we just yada yada and we build a little shuttle and we put an engine in it and yada, maybe we can go fast enough and whatever and all these questions. And yes, it largely leads to 
a scientific reality. Um, and so even in that, we benefit from so many amazing things. Um, but I also look at curiosity as a way to engage in your relationships. That sometimes we're with people a lot, and especially in this season, we've been with the same people quite a bit. And there is the nature of the human brain to try to build inside of life a sense of continuity. It wants to say everything's the same. It wants to build stereotypes. It wants to finish sentences for you about what is and what could be. And and that is such a problem because it ultimately shortens and really builds, I would argue, just a caricature of the people and relationships that we have, of our experience. And so the person that maybe is in your household, maybe that is a friend, maybe as someone you have contact with or a partner or whoever, whoever you are engaging with in this season, also in relationships, stay curious, ask questions, just bug them in a way that goes, who are you? What are you? Like I know that I'm supposed to think you're a human being and you have only these kinds of thoughts, you have only these kinds of interests, but the reality is, is that it's in those moments when we discover something new, when our curiosity leads to discovery, that we are then imbued with that sense of wonder of, well, holy shit, what else don't I know? What else could be there, right? What might be lying under the surface that I just simply don't have the eyes to see? And the brilliant part is, is that you would have this ability to find so many amazing things about people you've known for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years of life. Because as soon as you begin to ask questions, you discover that people are and have always been infinite wells of wonder and beauty and information and experience and perception and ideas and our curiosity around those things helps to build inside our relationships and our natural world a sense that we are living in a magic sphere, flying through the universe at tens of thousands of miles an hour, spinning on an axis, a part of a solar system in this weird, crazy galaxy. And in light of all that, that this experience is a magical one. And people could say like, you know, it's a cho choice or whatever, but I'm saying I, I don't find much language different from that of Einstein to I do of the great spiritualists of the world. I don't find Stephen Hawking imploring people to sit and think about the heavens at night, its stars and all that could possibly exist out there. It's much different as those that say, keep your eyes on those things which are beautiful and wise and lovely. Because it is in that curiosity, it is in that inspiration, it is in that gratitude and grounded in the present moment that we find wonder. And I would argue that that's kind of the alchemic equation is gratitude inspiration, and curiosity, all grounded in the present moment. It gives us the ability to experience each moment we are alive, each season of our life, even in the hardest, to feel that we are still a part of something magical, something rare, something incredibly beautiful and capable of giving us an experience of this life, our own life, the deepest kinds of meaning. I tend to think that like, it sounds weird, but I remember Tony Robbins saying this, and I get it, he can be a little bit of a spaz, but this but this part was really good. And he was like, he's like, you know, if I give you a lot of money, but your emotional experience, your psychological process is one of sadness and doubt and fear and worry, there is nothing I can create from you, for you, 
to lift you from this because this is the water you're swimming in. Any sort of actual circumstance change won't impact your ability to experience your reality this way, right? But that if we give a person a sense of gratitude, a sense of inspiration, a sense of connection and curiosity, right? You could make this person destitute, but yet their experience of their reality will be humongously meaningful. And this is, I think, why we see this in third world countries, in, in places where people are suffering famines, in war zones, people who have undergone tremendous trauma and tragedy. Because the world has so spun, the world has so shown them that it has the capacity to provide so many kinds of diabolical circumstances which no one could foresee, that the only thing one is in control of is the way one chooses to orient themselves toward their life. And I think wonder is so vital and so critical because it exists and gives us the most important piece we need in life, the operative thought, the operative feeling, the operative belief. What is it that we must believe, think, and, and say or know in order to move forward, in order to find love, in order to find connection, in order to find truth and meaning and beauty in this life? Because we can't control very much. And if life is going to be one, if life of wonder is only that which falls into your lap, then man, you're probably going to experience it so rarely. And yet when I'm around a five-year-old, I find all the time that wonder is always a second away. It's always just a choice because it is where you say it is. Wonder exists where you say it should exist. It, it pronounces and, and proclaims itself wherever you say, and this I am grateful for, and this I draw inspiration from, and this I remain curious about. These things and these people, it is in those moments where a life of wonder produces the Santa Clauses and the Christs and the you know, the gurus and the sages and the mythologies and all the wonderful stories because in the little T truths of our lives and the things that are symbolic and the things that are maybe not borne out as hard scientific truths in a lot of ways, it's in there where we find wonder. It's in the non-scientific element of love, right? The, the intangible that we find tremendous wonder and meaning. So I just want to say to you, I'm so grateful you stuck with us through this series. I'm so grateful you listened to Kyle. I, I mean, I hope you'll go back and listen to Kyle, listen to Keisha. And I hope you will consider and, and think on the wonder of love. I hope you will think on the wonder of time. And I will hope you will find ways to bring wonder into your life. Be grateful, stay curious, and find inspiration. I mean, gosh... I'm sorry to keep rambling, but like we have these cell phones <laughs> that anytime you so choose to see something lovely, to share something beautiful, to give something inspirational, or to watch something that makes you grateful for being alive, you can do that. I would say this season, try to make that a habit, engage with it, meditate on all that which is in your life, even if it's nothing other than to simply breathe, to think, to feel, or to love. And if you do these things, it is my deepest hope as well as my belief that you will find in this winter season much, much wonder. Thank you very much for your time. Much love. 
and peace. Thank you for joining us. To make a donation, head to eastlakecc.com slash donate.